Vishwarath was the king of the Kaushika lineage, one with many generations of kings. He loved to hunt and usually a large army would accompany him on these hunts. It was on one of these hunts that he realized that he was in the vicinity of the ashram of the great Guru Vashishth, one of the oldest and most revered Brahmarishis and one of the Saptarishis or seven great sages of India. Keen to seek the renowned Guru's blessings, he stepped off his horse and walked towards the ashram where he was met by Guru Vashishth. Guru Vashishth insisted that the king and his army relax and offered to provide them with a meal at the ashram. Initially embarrassed by such an offer from a humble rishi with meager means, the king finally accepted upon Vashishth's insistence. Vishwarath was amazed by the elaborate variety, quantity and speed at which the exceedingly tasty meal was served by the disciples of Guru Vashishth. With his appetite satiated, Vishwarath asked the Guru his secret to being able to serve such a feast without any prior preparation. To this, Guru Vashisht told him that he would introduce the king to his daughter who was responsible for the meal. He then took the king to meet Nandini, the calf of his divine cow Kamdhenu, a gift from Lord Indra. Nandini, like her mother, was a wish-fulfilling cow capable of yielding all manner of riches and it was through this ability that the banquet for the king and his army had been so swiftly prepared. Hearing this, Vishwarath got thinking, why would a simple rishi need such a cow? Certainly, the king could feed his entire kingdom and do much more good for the people of his kingdom with Nandini by his side. He then requested Vashisht for Nandini after explaining this rationale to him. Vashisht denied the request, despite the king offering him many more cows and many riches in exchange for Nandini. Vashisht said he loved Nandini like a daughter and he had no need for wealth. Enraged by the denial of his request, King Vishwarath ordered his army to take Nandini by force. Yet Nandini refused to go and with her power wished into existence a huge army to fight off the king's forces. There was a pitched battle and eventually the king's army was vanquished. The king's sons then attacked Vashisht in order to gain the advantage. But the guru uttered a mantra to defend himself and all but one of the king's sons turned to ashes. This is when King Vishwarath realized that the divine power of a single mantra was more powerful than all his armies combined. Consumed with anger and a need for revenge, he renounced his kingdom to his son and embarked upon a mission to master this power. He performed intense tapasya and prayed to Lord Shiv for the mastery of all spiritual weapons or astras. Pleased with his penance, Shiv granted him the boon of mastery over all the astras. With his newfound power, King Vishwarath returned to the ashram of Guru Vashisht to burn it to the ground. Vashisht warned him, saying that what the king was doing was wrong. Yet Vishwarath attacked Vashisht with multiple astras. Vashisht simply put up his staff, a Brahmadanda, which contained spiritual energy and power, and all the astras were absorbed by the staff 
without harming Vashisht. Vishwarath realized that the only way to defeat Guru Vashisht was to attain equal status to him by becoming a Brahmarishi himself. He continued his penance and Lord Brahma appeared and granted him the boon of becoming a Rajarishi. It is said that this is when Vishwarath came to be known as Vishwamitra. However, since he wanted to ascend to the mantle of Brahmarishi, he continued with his tapasya. His spiritual ascent took many twists and turns as he lost, regained and multiplied his spiritual powers. Finally, after a very severe and long penance, Vishwamitra was granted the status of Brahmrishi by Lord Brahma. Armed with his new status, Vishwamitra once again returned to the ashram of Guru Vashisht. This time, his objective was to meet with the Guru and get the Guru to acknowledge Vishwamitra as a Brahmrishi. As he was entering the ashram, he overheard Vashisht telling his wife that he had so much love for Vishwamitra that he could not address him as a Brahmrishi yet. This was because there was still some spiritual growth that was possible for Vishwamitra. On hearing this, Vishwamitra was overwhelmed by the compassion from someone he had wronged. He entered the ashram and fell at the feet of Guru Vashisht. Guru Vashisht blessed him and said, You are now a Brahmrishi, having conquered all your senses and emotions. It is said that with these blessings, Vishwamitra's consciousness expanded and the Mahagayatri Mantra was realized by him. When he realized the potency and the good this mantra could do for mankind, he decided to share it freely with others. Soon, others also recognized the immense possibilities of the mantra and a few rogue elements started to misuse it. Upon seeing this, Another Rishi divided the Mahagayatri Mantra into two parts. He made the second part available only from a Guru to disciple after the Guru had assessed the caliber of the disciple. The first part is what we commonly know today as the Gayatri Mantra. Om Bhur Bhargo Devasya Dhimahi Diyo Yonaha Prachodaya